This is Golden Hour. And we are back. Welcome to Golden Hour, a film review podcast hosted by a couple of nerdy college students that's only sometimes pretentious. I'm Christoph. I'm Maddie. And we are back after a uh, moderately long, long hiatus. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, we you can still follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and um, we are back and active. So hopefully we will, you know, be jumping along and uh, watching new movies. Of course. So today we are here to discuss the 2008 family drama. Still walking. Directed by Hirokazu Koreda. Thank you for that. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit of a mouthful. Um, and just a little bit of background, I guess. This was uh, directed um, by a relatively new and popular uh, contemporary Japanese director, Hirokazu. And, um, you know, he won plenty of awards with this. I believe this premiered at Cannes as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, 2008 movie. We'll uh, be diving in. So normally uh, we would have a third member around here, but she unfortunately couldn't make it to this episode and uh, possibly future episodes. So we'll see if um, Lydia will be joining us as a guest star or co-host again in the future. Uh, but for now, me and Maddie are going to jump in with this movie. And next week we might have another co-host for you. We may. Special guest, friend of mine. We'll so see. You got to look out. <laughs> Um, so, Maddie, what was your star rating for this one? My star rating for this was a 4 out of 5. All right. Which is pretty high on my scale, because usually I <laughs> rate things pretty harshly. Yeah. But no, this one in the beginning, um, there's a few things in the beginning I was, I didn't like or couldn't catch on with, mm. and then at the end it became fuller and more pronounced as why it's a 4.5, but we'll get into that. For what sure. What about you? Mine, hmm, I would have to say four and a half out of five. I wow. really love this movie, you know. See, I'm always the lowest. I feel so <laughs> bad. <laughs> well, it's good because then, uh, like, we can sort of mediate expectations off of that. Cause there you go. I don't want everyone to give it a five out of five every time because no. I was like, should we be taking these chumps seriously? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so. Just to please. Yeah, right. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and uh, give these spoiler, spoiler warning. warning. Um, for any listeners that want to avoid spoilers about this movie, I suggest you jump ahead to our big movie news segment. Big movie news. And, uh, yeah, so don't get spoiled. Go ahead. Just leave. (laughs) Seriously. We're going to spoil this movie. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, I guess. I also want to say that for the names, if I pronounce any of them (laughs) wrong, I am so sorry. And it's not out of disrespect. It's because... I'm not good with that. You know, it's <laughs> it's seriously, it's nothing personal, guys. We're not trying no. to offend anyone. No, it's just because they're yeah. harder than hey, I mean, expected. Yeah, it's yeah, Japanese. So, so yeah, I was thinking we can uh, jump in with the story here and um, sort of talk about what was compelling um, about like you know the narrative of this film. Um, I like at the end. I'm gonna jump all the way at the end. Okay. Because honestly, <laughs> this is my favorite part, and this is why I gave it a four out of five. Uh-huh. Is because when Ryota was narrating the end, <laughs> shush, is it just shush. <laughs> I know it's not pronounced it's right. It's fine. No, that was close. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, when he was narrating the end, the main character, uh, I liked how the director had 
the grandma and the grandpa ascending up to the steps mm. as he told us that they had died three years later, like they were ascending up to heaven. Yeah, and sort of I like, liked that a lot. It yeah, was really it was, simple, mm-hmm. really clean, and it was a beautiful shot. Yeah, I really enjoyed the shots that, like, you know, that they have to walk down to uh, mm-hmm. take them to the bus and whatnot. The last one as well, very, very, very at the be- at, at the end. Um, With the, I uh, like how they raised it mm-hmm. up. Yeah, when we mm-hmm. were pointing to the sky and whatnot. Um, I think it really, cause, cause then after that shot, okay, well, I don't want to talk about the ending first. (laughs) You do. I'm going to jump back to the beginning. Um, so I think this film does a really good job at introducing us to like the, um, the two faced nature of how this family deals with one another. Uh, just because right off the bat, you know, we see Ryota and his wife, um, Chinami, if I remember correctly, yes. Mm-hmm. And um they're no, on the Chinami's his sister. Okay, not Chinami. His wife, Yukari. Yukari. Yes, Yukari. Um, and their uh, son, and you know, she's widowed. Um, and they are on the train and they're none of them are really looking forward to this meeting with no, the parents. No, they all look like they're dreading yeah. it. Especially and, uh Ryota. Mm-hmm. And it sets the tone for the sort of angst that we see in Ryota's character throughout yeah. the entire story. Um, you know, there's a lot of moments like where it's like seemingly very, um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Um, like day to day menial affairs that they're doing, like the cooking in the kitchen and whatnot. But there's like a, there's like a way that the story presents them in a way that's like avoiding the real stuff that's going on behind the scenes. Like, you know, the real issues they have with one another. So, yeah. And I think that really resonates with real life. Mm. Um, in the beginning, when I was first watching it, I did not like it because it was so slow. But life itself, if you think about it, is really slow until you get to the end when it's really abrupt. Yeah, I think it has like a slow burn to the yeah. way it approaches um how it's like exploring these characters, just because it's not giving us all these issues off the bat, and we sort of have to like you have to find them. Like yeah, you have I... to find them yourself. And they're never like in your face. Mm-hmm. They're more. The uh, for example, the part. All right, I'm jumping back to the middle. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I'm jumping fine. all around. Um, when we find out that the grandpa was not faithful to the grandma, mm-hmm. and she yeah. just kept that in the whole time until the very it, end. I know, and like it's never brought out again. Mm-mm. It's it's, it's never touched. But the thing is, like the way that they bring that up, and it's so subtly just you know not discussed, is such a brilliant way of. You know, showing how these characters don't want to deal with the with issues that the they're having. Issues. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like it's this whole ritual that they have for their son, the passed away, um, Junpei. He, yeah. you know, it seems like he was only the best because he was a doctor. He was the best because he was pursuing to be a doctor. I don't think he finished, right? I, d- I don't. I can't remember off the top of my head. I, I don't. Can't. I think he was going to school to become a doctor, was and he? then he passed away. I All think right. so. Don't take my word for that. Okay. But um. I thought he was already a doctor, or I thought he was a young doctor. Mm-hmm. Like, he just finished, yeah, he, he was, just got a school, mm-hmm. like, he he's was, doing his yeah. residency or something like that. He was, like, following in his father's footsteps. Yeah, and I thought, even at the end, they bring up, oh, well, or in the middle, the grandma says to the grandpa, well, he could, because the grandpa was a doc- mm-hmm. doctor as well, he's like, oh, she's like, oh, well, he couldn't even be here for his son's death, because mm-hmm. he was always too busy with and his doctor exactly. I think that thing. speaks loads to, you know. But again, that like you said, that's never brought up again. Like, yeah, we don't talk it's about just, that. Exactly. It's just, it's you know, put here in the and then it's there. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's a really good 
dynamic uh, that the story presents, this crazy ritual they have where they literally just invite the son, uh, I mean, the the boy that the son saves in his, you know, death. Well, um, yeah. And to make fun of him. And it's like, it's sickening, but at the same time, it's sort of, it's like- It's understandable. Just, yeah. It's like they're justifying their own uh, inability to like move forward. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of sad and tragic, but at the same time, it's very interesting to watch. Yeah, I I didn't like it, but then again, I understood where they were coming exactly. from. Like the only thing is that the grandpa was so harsh on everybody, and it's like he was the one that was doing wrong. He couldn't come. He I couldn't know. be there for both of his sons. He couldn't even be there for his daughter. He couldn't be there for his wife because he um, being unfaithful. You mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he he wasn't. Yeah. He couldn't even he stay was, in a relationship, or it, he could, yeah. but he was unfaithful about it. And I feel like. If anything, he was the one that messed up the most, not anybody else. And I feel like he he mirrors that. He reflects that on everybody else. And he's mm-hmm. so harsh with everybody else when he should really be harsh on himself. And I think, but that's the awesome thing is that, like, you know, with a dislikable character like that, it's so well done because we see, like, this um, reflected and the repercussions of it mm-hmm. with the rest of the family. I mean, especially the main character, Ryota. Yeah. Um, just because, like, his... You know, I think there's a really touching scene um, where uh, they find his like letter to like as a kid he drew in like oh, school, and, and he's like, he's I want to be doctor. like my dad, and then he rips it up, but then he goes back upstairs and tapes and it tapes back it. together. I was like, there's a lot of very moving moments in this movie. I like the one that moved me was when uh, Ryota's now wife mm. um, brings in her child, and he, she says Ryota is now going to be part of him mm. in some way, and yeah. I thought, and then he walks in, he's like, oh, what's, what are you what talking, are you talking about? about? Yeah, what, my belly button? What is exactly. going on? I'm and like, that's beautiful. That's so peaceful and so realistic, and sometimes you don't want to tell the person what's going on because you want them just to be obliviously mm-hmm. unknowing to it. See, this is my, my I think, why I love this movie so much. With the, its story, I'm a, I'm a huge family drama guy. If you have, <laughs> if you guys haven't caught on to that and you're listening to this for the fifth time, then you know for sure now. Um, well, technically, this is episode seven. Okay. Well, I wasn't on Our, one of well, them, so okay. I was close. Episode uh, six yeah. for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, you know, it's so like realistic and so natural. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, you're you're um you're sort of dividing up this intensity uh that the characters have with one another with the issues that they have with one another yeah and then you have like these small moments where like it's it's very um natural and honest and um it's very beautiful to watch sometimes especially you know and then like when that all culminates in the final i think the climactic scene which is the moth that flies into the to the room um you know it or it all sorts to it's all like coming together it's like it sort of elevates the nature of the story because we're moving past the the like drama like you know what is normal drama mm-hmm. uh to you know realistic drama to almost like celestial drama because mm-hmm. like uh it's so i don't know what other word i would it's like otherworldly uh, yeah. to watch unfold because like this moment where they're chasing the moth like no one says anything it's just we see the hand just yeah. chasing after, and it's like it's beautiful. He's kind of asking her what what she's doing, yeah. And like, she just keeps saying, 
It's him. It's him. Yeah. It's she like, just keeps referring and to her it dead speaks son. Exactly. And like, you know, she refuses to acknowledge that it's not real. And like no, no one in the family wants to acknowledge it's real either. They no. just, they, they don't want to move on. I think it's interesting that they had the butterfly land on mm-hmm. Junpei's picture. Yeah. I don't know. It was very. Because then like, I, that, that could be answering like, your question. Hey, was that um, I know. Junpei's butterfly? And I think, but the the whole point of that is that like. Where the butterfly, where the butterfly landed, what it actually was, is irrelevant because then we're watching what the characters react, like you know, to there. I feel like the grandmother could have reacted a little bit more, though. I guess. I feel she it's reacted. It's very sad. I mean, like yeah. watching her react, it was very like sad. Like, it was. was. Yeah. You know. I feel. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Anyway. But I felt with all the drum dramatic scenes, the. Uh, the fighting scenes, mm. they were just, there was no oomph, basically. Oomph. There was, I don't know how to <laughs> right, explain guys, so it. If you don't, if you want to watch oomph movies, don't watch this one, please. <laughs> no, I felt like they were just done unnaturally well, yeah. because I would yell and scream See, at my parents. you would. But, you but know. But this family's messed up. Different. <laughs> they react in a different yeah. way. So I think the understated fighting is... If if it's more fitting to it's this story, it's more passive yeah. aggressiveness. Exactly, it's super passive. This story, yeah, so. and I don't know. They, it's understandable at some point. Though I feel like down the well, line, Ryota, they, I think he tries to hold himself back. You know like, what I mean? Like we see him sort of like you know hating himself for not, you know, revolting almost rebelling. Um, you know. Yeah. Well, he kind of rebels when he, uh, defends the, mm-hmm. the man who comes over mm-hmm. and gets. See, and, like, that moment, there was some oomph there for sure because, like, everyone was dead silent. Yeah, but that was the only scene. Like, even when the grandmother takes shots at the grandpa. But he just just takes it. Because, I mean, he doesn't care, you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, he didn't care from the beginning, probably. Yeah, so. He only cared about the one son. Messed up family. What I found what was cool, though, is, again, jumping to the end, Mm -hmm. um, the shipwrecked, the, the ship, that had come into shore and right, was... Right, yes. I love that That represents the, the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could totally I, see it that way. And you can see it from the beginning. Like yeah, it's like a giant shipwreck. The exactly. entire ritual, the meeting of all the families at this house is a giant shipwreck because yeah. it never... It's 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 like inflammatory. It doesn't accomplish anything. It Mm-mm. just collapses. Yeah. So, yeah. I can see that I thought that sure. was cool symbolism. Mm-hmm. I thought he did a really good job with that. Yeah. And like that was the one moment where we saw the father... Like, actually being Be real kind. with his son. Or, yeah. yeah, real. Like, you know, he was, you know, finally being honest for that one glimpse, and then it's, like, gone. gone and it's yeah. never brought up again, you know what I mean? Well, he dies three years later. Exactly. Because, I mean, you know, they, they they didn't move forward. They couldn't really... They couldn't get past it. Yeah. They were already run aground. And still, and I would argue at the end, when the family, Ryota's new family with his, like, you know, older his son. Daughter and, yeah, and his daughter. his new son. daughter. Um, there's still, like... I think there's like n- like uh, no resolution there, like for the actual family that well, he no. had, because like it's like it's it's in the ground, like there's nothing I could do about it, sort of deal. And l- he even says the line um, after the girl, his little daughter asks, "Oh, where'd you hear that mm-hmm. saying from?" He goes, "Oh, I no, don't know, I don't remember." And it's just like and I was like, just like, "Wow, all wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah." You just totally like diss your family. You're like, and whatever. That reminds me of the um, when they're trying to think of the sumo wrestler. And, oh, then they and just, they're always too and late. They, and they're always too late. I just love that. It's just yeah. like it speaks loads about the family. But so. it was neat to see that they kind of had a connection mm-hmm. because they kind of thought of it at the same time. Yeah. 
I think everyone, all of them, really, they cared about each other, like, deeply, but they just, they yeah, couldn't be upfront about it. they couldn't get away from their own mm-hmm. problems or their own self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Ryota was the only one that could get away from it a little bit, just for a little while. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think his sister why. did, too, but she was still trying to come back, you know what I mean? Like, she was still trying to repair stuff. For her own self. For like, her own self. She was like, a very selfish yeah, girl. Yeah, exactly. She's His funny, sister yeah. just wants everything that yeah. grandma and grandpa have. Well, like, her dad. She got, and she got paid through college, and, like, that was never really brought up again. And, like, she, I, she's not working or... Yeah. Well, she doesn't have to. Exactly. But, I mean, you know, and then Ryota's working his well, butt off, and... Well, Ryota f- seems like he can never catch a break exactly. with his family or with his job. Or with job. his real life, yeah, so... I mean, which at the I end, it bad. looked like he kind of did, which is nice. Yeah. So that was he had a nicer suit on. Yeah. He had a nice white suit. He was posh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel, I did not like the sister. Hmm. She she was, like, humorous, and I think she served her purpose. So yeah. She served her purpose well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't like her character. But, you know, I liked uh, Ryota's wife's child. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So that we can innocence talk- that, uh-huh. that, that, that he has. Well, it's innocence, but at the same time, he's sort of accommodating for like. And he change. understands it yeah. a little bit. Yeah, he's he's probably more mature than half of the uh, exactly. adults, which is awesome. I exactly. like that. Exactly. Like uh, duality there, especially when he goes outside and he like prays to his dad after saying like, that he hey. wouldn't. It's like immature, but at the same time, he's honest at least. Yeah. You know, he's doing something. I'd rather have the honesty then. Yeah. <laughs> than the selfishness. Yeah. But, you know, there's always room for selfishness. Like, you need it in there. Because mm-hmm. um, sometimes, without the sister, I don't think the movie would have worked. I don't think so either. I think she did play a big role, but I just didn't. I I mean, yeah. I just didn't. It was like a breath of air for a second. Because, like, if you left Ryota and the grandmother and the, oh. like, ugh, the whole time, I would be like, this is a little too much. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, you needed that character in there. Um, and I love, okay, I'm sorry, I'm jumping away. Um... I love the music that they have. Okay, we can talk about music. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, no, you're good. It was one of my favorite things. Yeah. Uh, I actually now have the song or the grandmother's fit. Blue Yokoyama. Yeah, oh, I have her song on my Spotify song. playlist, and I've played it a couple times no, already. It's, not, it's like Lights of Blue Yokoyama or something like that. Yeah. I think it's Blue Lights. Blue Light Yokoyama. Something, like, something that. like that. Yeah, I think you're close. I know, but like the the but way that music is used in the I movie, know. Is they have a wonderful score, mm-hmm. and I like how you could through the music feel what was coming next. Exactly, it was like especially with the children playing. Mm-hmm. That was more again oh, the I song. Love that moment. The yeah. songs and the the cinematography, like the shots and everything, they showed the innocence. They showed that there could be something more with mm-hmm. through these children, but we never see it again. Yeah. Like, like again with uh, the dialogue, how you bring something up but it never comes back again. Yeah, it's it's like very nostalgic. I think mm-hmm. the way uh, the way um, Hirokazu directs, I'm a huge fan of his. Mm-hmm. He's he's made two of my favorite movies of all time. So like <laughs> you know, it was awesome getting to see this. Um, What's your other one? Just nobody the, knows. Oh nobody my God. knows. All nobody right, knows. I'll have to write that Highly down. recommend. Um, that's okay. my favorite by him. It's it's ethereal. Um, but <laughs> yeah, like seriously, he he has such a unique way to show like uh innocence and reality Mm -hmm. and um 
like portraying real character drama through that. Okay. Um, it's like I, I fell in love with the moment where the kids are outside playing, and then we see like all their hands reach for the flower and stuff. Like that was very artsy, and I was yeah. like, wow. But you um, know what? It had some symbolism behind yeah, it. Yeah, it did. And, and I they liked bring it. The, he uh, the kid brings back the flower to his grandma, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like he's trying to become part of the family. So. But he never gets his chance. I guess not. Um, I don't think. I think. Uh, Ryota's wife. She's very upset with the fact that her son isn't mm-hmm. accepted but in the family. But, but she honestly, say it, you know no, I mean? she says it to Ryota. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, is like if I was there, I would tell her, I'd be like, straight right, up, hey, you don't want yeah. your son to be a part of this family. Like Ryota's fine, but you don't want him to be associated with any mm-hmm. of them. Like it's not good for him. Yeah, that's what I would say to her. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, a lot of... She's, up, she's like, thoroughly upset about it. And I'm like, why? You know this family's trash. <laughs> I know, right? Like, <laughs> Well, they're not like, complete trash. Like, oh, like great. white she's, trash. He's not being accepted into the family of misfits. Like, yeah, oh, dear. dear. <laughs> what am I going to do? Like, this is a huge problem. Yeah, not for me, fam. Um, You'd, I'd be more worried about him not being accepted by Ryota. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, she cares deeply about that, too. But see. I think he does. Mm-hmm. I think in the end we see that they're both still there they're both still together and then mm-hmm. they've also made another child yeah it's a good ending i like that ending a lot i like, that I like how um at the end like you said it pans up but we're watching uh not the sky we're watching the city yeah and like you know we just sit on that for yeah. a couple of seconds even when the like, credits roll we see it yeah it's just like you know it's everyday life like you know can't but really that's how the, the movie entered was with everyday mm-hmm. life yeah we see tasks. like little snippets of like all these little, little everyday life tasks it's really beautiful even in the middle when they're just cooking dinner and mm-hmm. eating dinner it it uh I think parts of it really brought back memories of me being with like my family around mm-hmm. holidays and Thanksgiving. Oh, for sure. This is just very sitting down, to me. Yeah. Kit, um, getting the kicks out, the the co- cooking kits out mm-hmm. and everything, and making and the fake kids cookie. are outside playing, yeah. and then yeah, so it's very like the kids go off and play. The women are already in the kitchen. The men bicker or yep. talk about politics or something, yep. or they just don't talk at all and watch a game. <laughs> But no, I think it was very close to home for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, it felt very homey. I would yeah. agree. We can, um, I guess, talk about the cinematography a little bit too. Just I because loved it. It's shot beautifully. I would give cinematography five out of five. Oh, for sure. I think that um, <laughs> <laughs> the way they use, like, because they're 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 in like natural light a lot. Um, you know, with like the outside when they're yeah. walking to visit the the grave of Junpei, and um, I you did know. watch it with crappy quality. Oh no. Which was such a mistake. Yeah. But then when I watched it a second time, I watched it with good quality. I was like, oh, I did yeah. not get to appreciate this. It's and that's killer. another reason why I mm. uh, changed my... my uh, Your score? Yeah, my yeah. star rating. The um, It's like, yeah, it's like almost dreamlike sometimes. Uh, the way it's lit, the way that uh, the camera portrays characters. They almost like have like a dreamlike glow. Yeah, it's like a yeah. dreamy sequence. Mm-hmm. Especially the kids. Mm-hmm. It feels very nostalgic. I yeah. think that's kind of what the cinematographer uh, was trying to accomplish. His name escapes me at the moment, but yeah, <laughs> super good. I like how the grandmother has no filter, though. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate her because she just does not give a crap. Nope. She's just like, whatever. My husband cheated on she me. Was fun, One of my yeah. kids died. Like, you got nothing on me. Like, just I come get me. She was my second favorite character after Ryota, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for um, sure. Just because she was very colorful 
And she, and she even had a sweet side with her song. Exactly. And like she know. had that gentle side. Because even though the grandpa's like, oh, she doesn't even have yeah, a gentle bone like in her he body. Wasn't acknowledging it. And, and then, then she comes out with this song that's beautiful. And I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, mm-hmm. where are you, Grandpa? Yeah. Like, where have you been? She kind of sort of sets face. everyone right and, like, proves... Him wrong. Yeah. So, um, but again, she's still not honest with herself sometimes. No. Which is, you know, awesome. So. Which... Are we all honest with ourselves sometimes? <laughs> Deep question of Golden Deep Hour tonight. question. <laughs> you know, Maddie's always bringing that realness. Yeah. So, do you have any last thoughts? Um, Last thoughts for me would be, God, I want to rewatch this movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely a fair warning. Watch this with good quality. Because <laughs> yeah. watching it the first time with bad quality really changes your Listen, perspective guys, from one to the y- other. If you're not watching these movies in good quality that we are suggesting to you, do yourself a favor and, and do that. Because get, get it done, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, really love this movie. I'm definitely recommending this to my friends and family. Um, the I ones liked that it. would enjoy this sort of movie, I think. And, um, yeah. All right, so I guess we can jump into relatively big movie news. Big movie medium news. Size, medium size movie news. Bringing you the news. News. I swear, I should be a jingle artist. No, I shouldn't. I think you should. <laughs> I think you should quit this no, and do that. <laughs> you know what? I really want to be a voice actor. I'm really good at changing my voice. You know, I'm not good at that, but I would love to do that too. Anybody <laughs> who needs a voice actor, I am here and ready to mingle. You heard it here, dolls. <laughs> this is Gollum. <laughs> That's the most I can do, I think. <laughs> I can do uh, Gandalf and Dumbledore. <laughs> okay. Um. So I guess uh, in terms of news, we heard about the new Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, with uh, uh, adaptation. Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Right. I almost said Michael. Michael Jordan. No, I almost said Michael Anthony. The guy from, or Anthony Michael. Oh, yeah. From uh, what is he 16 in? Candles. Oh, yeah. John Hughes movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think he's doing this. but He dated <laughs> Trisha Paytas. Really? I didn't you know, know who Trisha Paytas no. is? No. Oh, well, she's a YouTuber, a trashy YouTuber. Okay, Actually, cool. I enough. love her because her life is just such a mess. It makes my life <laughs> feel so good. That's always great to have someone like that. I know, that, right? So. so I love her stuff. Hmm. Um. I don't agree with a lot of stuff she does, <laughs> but sure. you know she's an interesting character, and I appreciate what she brings to the world around us. I'm sure she would be a good fit for this movie too, just because this movie's about a world where stuff is not not, not great. Um, no, you should just watch one of her things. You don't have to watch it <laughs> just once, and you're good. You've got your All fill. Right, fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll test it out just to feel better about myself. You're gonna come back and be like, Maddie, what the. <laughs> Why? Why did you do this? Why to did me? you do this? Like, it's Wait. weird though, because she's like strangely addicting. Because hmm. you're like, oh, this is so trashy. This is not what I want. But then you'll go back for another one. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's just me. <laughs> Doesn't sound super enticing to me, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, so back to this. Anyways. Um, yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, Michael. B. Michael Jordan. B. Jordan will be starring in the new HBO special film adaptation of. Um, Fahrenheit 451. By Ray Bradbury. Yeah, classic book. Shout out to him. Mm-hmm. I actually really enjoyed this book in high school, so I have to reread it to appreciate it, I think, again. I'm interesting how the ending works, because the trailer leads it another way. Yeah, I'd have Do to you know reread. I, mean? I I sort of remember the ending, but like I 
the trailer. I don't want to give the ending mm-hmm. away because. Well, the trailer really cuts like pretty fast through stuff, so I'm like. Yeah, but it doesn't address any of his change. Oh, true. Yeah, he does change. And that was a that was a big part of the book. Well, who knows? It's a teaser trailer. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And I, they're I'm supposed to tease us. Yeah, I'll it's check HBO. it out. They'll have a good budget, I'm sure, for this. So well, they have good. to. It's HBO. It looked like it looked good from the it trailer. It looked good. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, all you need is fire. Fire. And books. And books. Cause you gotta burn the books. Burn the books. Yeah. Um, burn those books. And then uh, another trailer that came out is Wreck-It Ralph 2. Wreck-It Ralph. You know, I feel like um, something's going on at Pixar where they're just like, <laughs> whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, they're like mm-hmm. eh, that this, sounds like a great yeah. idea. Like, I get, I don't, like, I don't even think Wreck-It Ralph was like super popular when it came out. It I mean, probably was amongst I, the young, yeah, young ones. But I mean, who's but like? For me, oh, classic move. Like, oh no, Wreck-It nothing Ralph. like Cinderella. It's not Toy Story or anything. Oh no, if we're talking. Oh, definitely Pixar. not. Yeah. So even nothing like Frozen, Kristoff. <laughs> not going to address that. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. And they're making a number two of that too. So yeah, they are. You know, well, there's rumors. Well, okay, no, I, I'm pretty sure that it's movie in, made so much money that they're I'm stupid pretty if they don't sure make the one. it's in development or it's even in production phases. Okay, well, because they have a director for it. But mm. you know what? You can a movie can be in development for many, 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 many. I hope years. it stays in development hell because <laughs> I don't want to see my name uttered in that movie again. <laughs> so yeah, you're like I was the original. I was the original. You can't copy my name. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we'll see if Wreck-It Ralph is just as bad as the first one. Um, Hopefully not. Eh, probably. I can't even really remember the first. I mean, video I don't remember game parts of it, but I think it was because I watched it 21 times while babysitting. Okay. Yeah, that that's, was the only reason why. I remember fun. the, they had to play the Candy Crush mm-hmm. game Yeah, there was some cool to I mean, get him out. The animation is wild. Cause some of that, animation yeah, is good. I love animation. Like, I love drawing and I love illustration, mm. so the fact that they can make a movie out of animation has always fascinated me mm-hmm. um, from the beginning of time. Yeah. But uh, storyline-wise, Wreck-It Ralph, questionable. <laughs> questionable, at least. The first I one think. was questionable as well. The first one, all right, cool. Mm. I guess. Didn't really do anything for me. It's a, it was a cool, like, kind of... Uh, Spitball idea. Yeah. I think. They're just like, hey, we can do this. Let's we try can it do this. Let's try it. It's like us in college who... We'll try anything just to get our hands on a camera if you're a filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fair point. <laughs> we'll literally do anything. Yeah. Guys, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> we have a D- DSLR. Okay, yeah, okay, let's yeah, make yeah. a YouTube channel. Let's do this. Let's make a commercial. And it'll be like silly things. Silly like, things. Can we put it on the portfolio? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's all filmmakers. <laughs> or I, young I, and ones. Apparently Pixar too. Like, hey, we'll do anything. Hey, you apparently. know what? Honestly, Pixar, I'm a young aspiring to be filmmakers so mm. i am totally down so totally down to be in any of your animation yeah. okay films. well now we're trying to shill pixar so um <laughs> after I'm, we just kind of <laughs> well i'm willing to show them in the area of incredibles because i'm very excited oh. for incredibles 2 yeah no incredibles 2 the trailer looked good so um and brad bird is my favorite who a Brad Bird. He's a director of Ratatouille oh, yeah. and Incredibles. I thought you were talking about a character. I no, like, no. I know. Who? He sounds like a character. It's it doesn't? It? Yeah. Brad Bird. Hey. But he's so good. He also did um, The Iron Giant. So, like, oh. he's legendary. Yeah. I love that movie. Um, So, very I excited. I also like Big Friendly Giant. BFG. Okay. Yeah. That I didn't one see was the, good the one. Spielberg one. 
Uh, yeah, it's BFG. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that one. It's good. Okay. It's not bad. Yeah. I'll have to peep it at some point. Um. So, yeah. I don't know what Definitely other news we got. Definitely watch it before you die. Oh, okay. I mean, if that it's gives good, you anything. Yeah, sure. Incentive, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't watch it right before you die. Just yeah. watch it. I don't some think point. I want to die watching BFG, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> what, wait, hold on. That's a good question. What would you want? If you were to die watching something, oh, what would geez. you watch? I don't know. Probably Pokemon or some stupid thing. Really? <laughs> no. Mean, mine would be uh, Anastasia, the Fox Century. Sure. Because I love... Russian history. Mm. I'm huge buff about it. So you want to die to Russian history? Uh, if you had to die Anastasia. Watching, okay, if you had to die watching <laughs> a movie, I guess Anastasia's not that bad of a thing. So, no. Yeah. Come on, that's yeah, one of my favorite movies. Movie. That or The uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Tim okay. Burton yeah. is my man. Classic. He doesn't know it yet, but he is one of my favorites. I wonder what he's up to. I know he, he was working <laughs> on something recently. Him and his crazy hair. Yeah, dude. His, his hair is... I don't know. I love his style. Mm. I love... I just, just greatness. He's a character. I'm sorry, sure. I can't put it into any words. It's just greatness. <laughs> you can't quantify <laughs> Tim Burton. You okay? can't. You I can't mean, even. You can't. You know, Edward Scissorhands. Like who the hell does who comes that? Up with like, that? Who comes up with who does that? Yeah. So Tim anyway. Burton does. That's who. And he does it well. Well, probably one of his writers. Wait. I think no. I think he wrote that. I think he writes. Yeah. Them. So I don't know. Anyway, is that well, about it for? Uh, wackiness brings wackiness. Yeah. All right. Pretty underwhelming big movie news. Sorry, guys. Medium-sized movie news again. Um, Sorry. So I think... Uh, There's not a lot going on, and we've already talked about a lot of yeah, the big stuff, so... we could talk about the Oscars again, but, like, that's happening this weekend, so... Yeah, but I've talked about care. the Oscars so many times, I and people really are flipping am, out, and I'm, I'm like, whatever. I'm out. It's just a huge marketing ploy, and it, it doesn't matter. So. I am excited for the trailers that will be released at the Oscars, though. And oh I'm yeah. Excited to see. I like. I mean, because they usually don't release it yeah. beforehand. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see some of the other nominations, like the foreign film nominations and the, um, you know, the shorts. Yeah. You know, the short films. So that's exciting, I guess. But you know, f- more for the filmmakers than the people watching. Um. So, yeah, I'll keep an eye out on that stuff. I guess. Oh, m- and uh. S- set that sun. <sighs> set that sun, girl. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So, everybody, please go so- follow us on to- social media. Oh, oh my, my so- gosh. This is social media. <laughs> please go follow us. We are excited to talk to you. Please g- give us any movies you'd like us to mm-hmm. watch. We will watch them. Oh, our next movie is oh, Pan's La- yeah. Labyrinth. Yeah. Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. So, next next episode, we'll be discussing... Del Toro's Pan's Labyrinth, so I'm sure. I'm excited to see this. Yeah. My mom recommended it, so that means something. Oh, mom's in on the big movies, so uh-huh. you know what's up. Um, <laughs> so we'll be doing that next time, so be sure to watch that. And, yeah, go follow us on Facebook and Twitter, uh, Golden Hour uh, Podcast for Facebook, and then Golden Hour HR Podcast uh, at on Twitter. Yeah. And it looks like the sun is setting for golden hour. It looks like it. I think we're going to call it a day and catch you next episode. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye-bye. This is golden hour.